The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 196. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where I take questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med forum over at premedforums.com. This week, we have Joe asking two separate questions here. Um, And the first one is about how to categorize an experience. And the second one is about getting more clinical experiences. If you want to ask a question here for the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, potentially, Go over to premedforums.com, register for an account if you don't already have one, and then make sure to ask a great question, and we'll try to pick it here for the podcast. If you are looking for some MCAT prep, look no further than Next Step Test Prep. In terms of their full-length exams specifically, they are known for the second-best full-length exams when it comes to MCAT prep. Now, you may be thinking, second best? Why would I want the second best? Well, let me tell you why they're the second best. The AAMC, by far, number one. The next step exams, number two. Students, time after time, say, Dr. Gray, next step prepared me the best. I tried the other tests, and next steps just did the best job of simulating the real exams, estimating my score as much as possible. The AAMC is where recording this just announced a fourth full-length exam that you can buy directly from the AAMC. So that's awesome. But if you need more than that, Next Step is there for you. Go to Next Step Test Prep, use the promo code MSHQ to save 10% off of those exams. All right, let's jump into our question now. Joe says, I'm hoping if you can help me out. I'm trying to figure out how to categorize these experiences for medical school. The first one is a research assistant for a project and helps build a database called Orion uh, Avatar Program for a Cancer Comprehensive Hospital. My current role consists of reading pathology reports, shipping and sorting specimens for genomic analysis, and collaborating with doctors and researchers on how to expand projects. Eventually, I would have... Look into building a database with genomic analysis. I'm building a database. Cool. So my question is, would this be considered research experience? So I'm not sure if that's considered research. Um, It sounds really awesome. I I, I think if you are helping, um, yeah, you know what? I would consider this research, right? It's your research assistant. um, You're working on all this research. It, It depends, right? You're doing a lot of data input potentially, it sounds like. Um, If you're doing some analysis, you're looking at the data, you're thinking about the data, you're making assumptions based on the data and talking about how to move forward based on the data, then then I would... then I would consider that research. So that's good. I mean, you, you think of research. Research is how to think critically through uh, a process. And so... That is research, right? Setting up a hypothesis or having a hypothesis and setting up research and and the the testing around that hypothesis to prove it's wrong or right. So if you are thinking through that information instead of just 
doing stuff with the information, then I think that is much more important. But in the end, I think it's it's easy to call research. All right, the second question here is about clinical experience. Joe says, I've been looking into getting more clinical experiences. A couple of years ago, I used to volunteer at a hospital for five years, logging a thousand hours. Now I am seeking doing something different. I'm considering doing either a behavioral interventionist, working with autism children, or children with autism, uh, or working as an EMT, as an ER tech. My concerns for behavioral tech is that it would not be clinical experience for some medical schools. I don't know why it wouldn't. Um, I would love working with children with autism, but I am afraid that they will question my recent clinical experiences. EMT would be great clinical experience for me, but the cost and time of getting a certificate and finding a job in a crowd, crowded field seems daunting to me, and I'm afraid I will have a hard time finding a part-time job. So that that's an interesting take, right? Becoming an EMT is expensive. Becoming an EMT takes time. Uh, and so you, ha- you have to think through that. Um, and then can you find a job afterward? Uh, I don't know why working with children who are autistic as a behavioral interventionist wouldn't be considered clinical. I think it's a great clinical experience. You're working with someone in a setting trying to improve themselves. So I, I wouldn't be against that. Uh, I've talked to uh, and worked with a lot of students who are coming from therapy backgrounds and working as uh, ABA therapists. So uh, I think that is okay. Uh, either way, I think they're, they're both great experiences, but yes, becoming an EMT is uh, more of a time and monetary investment and the back end is a little bit harder. Uh, are you going to get a job? Uh, but it sounds like a great job if you can get it. Um, Joe says, I'm planning on applying in the summer of 2021. So I have time to do it. Great. Do it. What do you think of both my potential research and clinical experience? Sounds great to me. All right. Hopefully that was helpful. Uh, As a non-traditional student, you have a lot of things open to you. And as Joe pointed out here, uh, he's doing some research. He's uh, trying to find some more clinical experience, which is great. You remember, you have to show that consistency in this process. You don't want to just have a chunk of a thousand hours five years ago or however long ago and go, oh yeah, I still want to be a doctor, even though all of my experience was from three or four or five years ago, whatever it is. Make sure you have that consistency as well. Hopefully this was helpful for you. Again, if you want to ask a question, go register an account over at premedforms.com. It'll take a couple days to get approved for an account so we can cut down on spam and then go ask a question. We'll pull it here for the podcast. And again, if you are looking for some full-length exams, go to nextsteptestprep.com. Use the promo code MSHQ to save some money. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Premeds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.